What up, guys? Welcome back to the TCG Experience. I'm here with Jake Quincy, as always. Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing? And I'm here with my younger brother, Ferris, Ferris Sakum. Hello, hello. Uh, Ferris is not a regular on the show, obviously, but um, figured it was important to have him here because we've just come back from Lille, mm-hmm. which is a Pokemon event. So if you're here for Yu-Gi-Oh, um, this might suck. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. No, no, but you might. I mean, there's still it's still more about the experience of being at a tournament than it is just about Pokemon specifically. I think with the stories, you'll find it valuable in some ways. If you like been listening to the other episodes, you well, think you'll like this. Episode. Especially given the amount of shit I had to fucking oh go man. through with judges this oh weekend, man. like I mean, Mr. and Mr. Claus. Yeah, you might. <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> might learn something, even as Yu-Gi-Oh players, about judging and interacting with judges and all of that stuff. So it might be cool. Um, so how did our trip start? Who wants to go first? You know what, Ferris? Yeah, maybe Ferris. Let's can. go with Ferris, man. <laughs> Ferris Akum. Not in terms of the event, bro. I don't care about that. The trip oh, itself. We got we got delayed by four hours on the Eurostar, which wasn't great for anyone, I feel. Yeah. It was a bit of a mood killer. I think you didn't even make it and that you got Oh man, yeah, so I screwed over. I got screwed. So I was gonna get I well I thought I'd say fifty quid and but I basically I booked late and not knowing I was going to Milan at the point they knew they were going not Milan uh, so to, you got to the, late, the later train. So right? I just looked at the bookings and I booked a later one which a bit then got cancelled. That was like a nightmare. I got stuck in London, which isn't probably one of the worst places to get stuck in. No, but st- it's not London. They keep you in like purgatory in that little middle like a little section prison, yeah. there where you can't leave. And if you leave, you're now, your ticket is now invalid. So you have to get a new ticket. It's silly system. But apparently yeah. it doesn't get delayed often. So it's not like on the Eurostar. Yeah. Oh, just one thing as well, guys. Um, Ferris, his, his like primary game is Pokemon since growing up. Like he's just... Guy, you've done quite well in Pokemon. Done alright. Yeah, one one a few juniors and senior <laughs> nationals. Yeah, yeah. When I was a lot younger, yeah. So I had older brothers, so naturally I'd play in the younger age groups and did alright. Yeah. And you need you well you crushed Liverpool. You nearly topped. Yeah, did okay. Yeah, so you could have done better. Yeah, but it was alright. Yeah. Yeah, getting rocking up with those world points, but yeah. <laughs> so so our our journey at Lille just started like for me terrible. I was stuck. I had to wait an extra day to get to Lille. These two had a nice, nice trip to Lil. <laughs> Will you the, say that a nice the, trip? The four-hour delay wasn't nice, was it? But once think, we actually think, landed, it was, it was alright. Yeah. I think that first day, try like you know, trying to get to Lil was just so horrible. Yeah. Like being stuck in that fucking Eurostar lounge or whatever it is, and then getting there. And I mean, I'm sure Ferris won't mind me saying it, but tensions were high because we were just really frustrated that we. Because mm-hmm. the idea was cool. We'll practice and play test on Thursday. Yeah. And then you're stuck in the Eurostar Lounge in London. There's zero tables, zero playing area, zero restaurant area. Yeah, it's just seating area, mm-hmm. and it's more than more than no, sorry, less than just being seating area. It's also like cramped and fucking filled with people. And yeah. anytime you get one delay, you have an entire train of people in addition to what it can normally hold. Yeah, so it ends up just being like people like really nitty like trying to fucking the moment you get up from your seat to like go toilet. It's somebody comes over and is just like is that seat free and it's like obviously it's not <laughs> fucking free bro you just saw him get up he's with us like what the f-? so I'm like <laughs> yeah yeah three of my four hours are like telling people like no the seat isn't <laughs> fucking free can you just fuck off like yeah so yeah we're just like very frustrated and then we got to the hotel event oh dude something you don't know okay tam ferris's partner saved us so so hard yeah she fucking saved us shout out to tam huge fucking hero we were on the Eurostar traveling to Lille. We finally got onto the train yeah. hours later and um, it stops randomly. Like it just stops. I wake up and I'm like, we've stopped. What's happening? Okay. And nobody knows. It's, re- it's dark outside. 
because we're so late. And then on top of the cancellations of right, change, you right. have no idea what's going on. Right, no right. one told you why they were cancelled. Right. And then I'm like, where are we? And Tam's like, looks out the window and she's like, holy shit, we're here, it's Leo. And we were stuck and the whistle's about to blow, you know, to, oh, as it's leaving. Oh, to go off. Yeah. I know. And we were probably about 15 seconds away from missing, from going to Brussels. <laughs> the next stop. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I'm not kidding. And that would have been, if that had happened, I was just going back to London. Tensions would have I would, been higher, yeah. I was just done at that point. <laughs> so in the end, we ended up like going back to the hotel. Everybody was kind of like just frustrated and tired and it wasn't a really good mood to to play or anything. We just went to sleep. Yeah. Um, and that felt like a really, really wasted day because zero playtesting, zero discussion, nothing pra- like productive was achieved on that day. Yeah. And then the next morning, I woke up late, mm-hmm. exhausted and like drained. And you arrived. Yeah. And somehow the trip managed to get worse when you got there. I know, man. Just because of your presence. My presence just no, there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's all your haters. All your haters just smiled collectively. Well, you got to think about it. Like, the value that I add to these two in Pokemon is very little, realistically. So, I get it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. no I'm kidding. I'm just, I know, I know. Whenever I make a joke at your expense, yeah. somewhere some like some fucking dude out there like, like, yeah. in like <laughs> yeah, like some no, guy out there no, gets up many haters. Dude. What are you talking about? This I guy, know, like, I know Jake. Well, I don't know. He's dude. like I, I've never sat across from Jake at a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. I have from Pokemon, but that's a different story. <laughs> oh no, no, that's a great story. Day, <laughs> that's a fucking day. great story. For another day. Holy shit. So anyway, yeah, the purpose of us traveling to Leo. I mean, I really, I mean, I can say this now. I really didn't want to go. <laughs> and I can say it now. And I didn't want to put that energy into the trip beforehand because, yeah. you know, you don't want to be like that guy before the trip. And then Ferris obviously wants to do well. You wanted to do well. And yeah. I'm there like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> so the moment we got there, I felt like I was going to be positive and like try to play test and just get the games in. Yeah. But now that it's finished, mm-hmm. fuck tournaments, bro. <laughs> How did you find it? <sighs> so if you could sum it up like just like sum it up before we get in like deep into yeah what you say man in one word and like yeah in two words i'll give you one go on then draining oh no just very draining yeah like and I, I i i thought that after like i think the last worlds i played was like 2014 or 2013 i can't remember the exact date. i thought after mm-hmm. so long i would get there and be mm-hmm. like excited and like oh my god you know and it just felt like i'd never left yeah to be honest, it just felt like the same exact thing mm-hmm. with new cards, you know, and I guess new faces or whatever. Um, it, the only thing that was cool, I mean, I don't want to talk about just my experience in Leo. So we'll, I guess we'll start with you guys and then we'll go into me. So how did you find the tournament itself? Because, by the way, Lille is beautiful. It's a good city. It is nice. The city is so fucking beautiful. It's like romantic. It's like, it's... I'd Cobbled floors and shit. If you, yeah, if, if, like if, Harry Potter, you know, if you guys are, you know, fortunate enough to ever take your partner. Uh, to 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 anywhere like Lil, I'm gonna play there. That's the one you want to take them to. Yeah, it was uh, beautiful. Like you know, Tam Tam enjoyed it. She seemed. She did. Yeah, yeah no, she did. Yeah. So um, my experience, I've been there before. I played, I played there for the 2013 YCS for Yu-Gi-Oh, and I went there for 09 for Euros just to go and trade, and that's where I got my first ever SJC prize card. Um, I traded for it, Dark and Dragon. Like. And I was 16 at the time, and I was buzzing. And then that's not a giant card. That's a small. Like, small. Bro, bro. That's that was when prize cards meant so much. It like Dark End Dragon, Dark like those ones. It was, that that was the last SJC Shadow Jump Championship yeah. prize cards. So when I got given, when I traded for that and I went home, you know, I was like 16, so I was telling everyone I got one, and people were like, oh, "You got one." Even like it's like it felt like I was like I had a hidden power. 
mm. like yeah. owning a card about value. It's strange with Dark End specifically, and I, mean, mm. I know this is a Pokemon fucking. Is that lose yeah. five hundred attack and do something? Yeah, and send one. a guy. So oh, it's Starless yeah, Dragon, which is cool at the time. Twenty six. So the cool thing is because what like, back then the thing that people would end on is Starless Dragon and Colossal Fighter. Yeah. So you so make you Dark send End. Stardust. No, no, you do better. You go make Dark and Dragon because it's 2600 attack. You attack her with a Stardust. And then, and then you send the Colossal Fighter. And then you've got a 2 1 B stick. And then it's just always sending. Yeah. So that's you swing the whole game. So that was when having that prize card was huge. Or you but could just make Goyo Guardian and, and just take a boy. Take the Stardust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> they take the Dark and then they send everything back. So, that was, oh, okay. so I really like the card. Oh, can you do Dark and multiple times in a turn? No, once per turn. But okay. when you take it with Goyo, you just do use it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, the venue back in 09 looked. Just as bad as it looked now. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Please wasn't don't host a venue there. And unless... the stream, the stream that you need to do better, man. Honestly, <sighs> if you're charging 60 euro for a ticket, reinvest some money. Into, yeah. no, into especially now when we didn't streaming. get our playmat or our prize card oh or promo God, card. Yeah, yeah. And then at Liverpool, we, didn't, we got, they gave us an, a crazy, terrible playmat. The 60 euros, <laughs> I'm not against paying a high fee. Let's just not, yeah, but let's not just shit on them for everything. I mean, like my biggest, all that stuff I can forgive. Yeah, because if you're got yeah, cause that happened though, dude. Because if you're paying sixty quid right to play yeah. in the tournament and the playmat and the fucking card are important to you, fuck you. No, Hold your sixty quid. No, it's the not, idea is that it's not, they sell you the the sixty euro price tag by saying, "Hey, you're gonna get a twenty euro goodie bag." Essentially, yeah. you know what's gonna happen soon. By the way, they're gonna cut all of it. There's gonna be no more playmats, no more anything. Cut it all. Just I don't think so. That's what I magic. They will. That's what magic did. No, because in Pokemon it means much more. Magic did it all. My it's magic a different audience, dude. The no, the playmats, all of that stuff. Magic had it all. There are people who literally stopped got rid of all of the memorabilia though from all yeah, the events that's it. And, and there'll be a huge world memorabilia is something. If I mean, they got world, rid of it. world memorabilia is cool, but like fucking, I've seen these regional playmats, but they you just look think, ugly. Man. And no, I mean, anyway, these regional SPs are like the new. There's no nationals. Their new premium event, the yeah. new big event, and they do. Like and they do them often. Year. Yeah, they do six. There's one this week and one next week. There's one that's the SPE, the Milan one. I don't know what and Frankfurt. Yeah, there is one in Frankfurt regional. So so yeah, we're like. The sixty euro price point, I don't mind that. I wish, I wish Yu-Gi-Oh charged or gave the option for like YCSs, having like fifty euros entry or twenty euros entry, and mm. you pay fifty, you get a pack of sleeves, a playmat. Oh, that was the insult to injury. The pack of sleeves that they did give out were, were penny sleeves. Were the same penny sleeves we sold. <laughs> and I know oh, what they man. were. Are they like what forty p <laughs> wholesale or something? Yeah. That was a last minute order from whatever their distributor yeah. is. Just look, we need to give them. Something. I left my box on the table just so they knew <laughs> how shit that prize was. Like, like, like that entry thing is. I'm just like, what is uh, this? Apparently, they're sending stuff out now. I though. guess when you guys tank the fucking event, those things are important to you. Those tiny uh, details. That I box. Don't know about tanking. I guess when you but... tank the event, you care about the fucking. No, I was doing well at that point, <laughs> and when I started doing really bad, I wish I, I picked it up. <laughs> I wish I went. I could go back in time and pick it up and then use it. You know? right, so, um, let's. Uh, I guess we'll talk about Ferris and I because we had a more similar tournament experience than you. Yeah. So we both played um the same list. Arceus and Telly on Water. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that's what if we you know anything about the meta right now, it's a lot of like Arceus variants. It seems to be over like the last two events that the dark stuff has become more popular, mm. but at the beginning of like Arceus, it was only Water. So, so the deck that dominated the event, I played against tons during the day, and I could immediately tell it was really good yeah. while I was playing against it. Um, uh, about a week before, no joke, and this is going to sound like, oh my god, he's just saying that, but Ferris is like, look, Ferris actually reminded me, because we talked a lot about cards, and I said, man, I really like Snorlax, I think Snorlax is really good. Yeah. I really like Birdkeeper, I really like that fucking Chatot that hits for 60 Ra damage. Rowlet, mm -hmm. whatever the fuck. I said, I like that card, and I yeah. said... um. 
Galerian. I like Galarian Moltres. I like Galarian Zapdos. I was like, yeah. these are all these. It wouldn't be difficult to just play these cards, and you don't need Arceus because mm-hmm. the energy requirements of these card of all of these cards don't exist. Well, yeah, I, I think also partly because Arceus just has a bit of similar to me, you had Arceus has a bit of a target on his back. Sure, sure, sure. But like surprise liability in this. In my this biggest. So, so full disclosure, I hated the deck that we played. Yeah, hated it, and I, I'm Ferris. I think doesn't believe me, or he thinks I'm doing it just to like for bravado. But I actually hated it because. The thing that it, I was sold a dream with with the deck was that it was really consistent. Yeah. That was the dream that I was sold. And, and when you felt that was the best Arceus deck. Or the, at least the most made, consistent, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I was just, every game, just every match, sorry, felt like I didn't, one of the games I just didn't play. Yeah. So it just felt like I would I would draw my hand and then it was either Arceus plus Energy plus Sobble, which is basically the nut draw. Mm-hmm. All you had to do technically is find an Arceus, Sobble, and an Energy. Yeah. That's all you needed which isn't that difficult to do. And it just felt like it didn't do that very often for me. And then I go home and I look at all the lists that do well and I, I see people playing the same deck, but with like three level ball, three quick ball. And I'm like, they're cutting all of those cards mm-hmm. that if I could, I would play more of those cards. Yeah. I would play six quick ball, six level ball before I played two level ball. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, to make it as consistent Right, as and because all you want to do is just put an artist into play on turn one yeah, so that you can fucking much. evolve it. or yeah. yeah, so you can put the guy on top of it and then win the game basically. Yeah. And it just blew my mind. Another thing, I saw a lot of lists from the week before, and this goes out to all of the Pokemon players. If you're registering an Arceus deck, okay, mm-hmm. period, I don't care who you're pot- partnering or pairing it with, yep. and you're not playing Capture Energy, fuck you. <laughs> okay? That card seems so good. I'm going to just I'm gonna just die on my own hill here. And um, I, there, there's probably loads of good players that I've seen them reg it with like six water, four turbo. Yeah. Four water, seven turbo. I've seen all of that shit. In hindsight, I think Capture Energy was just the best card in the whole deck, even into Beedrill. My, my my take on it, and I I don't have a huge sorry sorry experience. sorry one more thing, Jake. On. Just because that Capture Energy is incredibly important to just adding to your nut draw, but it does it twice because your best draws involve. Listen to how stupid this is. Yeah. Your best draw involves putting an Arceus in play on turn yeah. one, and a Sobble in play on turn one. Yeah. So if you ever draw a Sobble and a fucking mm-hmm. Capture Energy or an Arceus and Capture Energy, it's it just does both of those things. So why would you not play Capture Energy? It, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and, yeah, especially if they're cutting Quick Ball down or what, Ball down to... Dude, what else three. I fucking realised, by the way? Mm. I, like, ha- I like Capture Energy as well, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In addition, I don't, I don't like cutting Energy for Capture Energy. And here's, wh- and here's where I'm at now with the deck, yeah. actually. Mm. You're Is saying that, for Capture Energy. That we're and I'm, I haven't tested it, and I wouldn't know, but just hear me out. I think that now we've moved past a format where you're trying to like Sharon's care and load up another Arceus and do this Arceus nonsense. I think we've moved past that now. Yeah. Okay. I think that now what has to happen is your Arceus, when it attacks the first time, only has to load up like two or one energy onto the benched Arceus. Yeah. And then you don't give a fuck anymore. So what, what I, so what I want to do is play four capture energy and then maybe like four water and just completely forego me trying to do the Arceus attack and put more energies in the game. Do you know what I'm trying to say? What I was looking at was, what I was going to say a second ago is, I was I would look at, from an outsider who don't really play much mm. Pokemon compared to Yu-Gi-Oh, I'd max out on Capture, and the way I'd see it is, if you start with Capture and Arceus, you can then play Capture, then get another Arceus. You can get another Arceus, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and then and then if you play four double colorless, yeah. you're always then... If that one dies, then you've got the line then with the with the other Arceus, right? Or you can level VMAX that up if you need to. The problem with it is, is if so that if, if that it's active not a basic energy is pretty hard to pull off that. You can't right hand on Melanie, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, right. So your liability is that if your guy dies, yeah, you're pretty fucked. But let's be real, man. If your guy dies on turn one, mm-hmm. you're pretty fucked. 
Yeah. If your fucking 220 hit point guy dies when you were on the play, when you were on the play, meaning like you went first, attach a capture energy mm -hmm. and pass, and then they one shot it yeah. for 220. You know, slow clap to your opponent, go to the next fucking game and just yeah. reload it and go, RCS capture energy, go do it again, bro. And yeah. make them show you it twice. Mm -hmm. you know in this in the space is of, which is do. tough to do right so in hindsight we played two capture energy i've seen lists um that from players i used to play with like pablo and all these other guys that i thought were, were good regs mm -hmm. you know at least they were good regs when i used to play yeah but the fact that they're not playing a single capture when by the way if you ever open arsis plus double turbo you get to just level up mm -hmm. into the star yeah and search for capture energy attach and then that gets you a sobel or arsis or a dunsparce yeah. mm -hmm. or a manaphy or any of these like incredibly important tools in specific matchups yeah. but you get to do it through just the search of one card mm -hmm. where you're just adding the capture it's yeah. ludicrous what i find in you in, in pokemon is innovation levels in, in pokemon are so low when when innovation can be is it's one of the games where you can innovate so much don't you think i think they i think the the people that i played against that came with this um the dark rowlet inteleon yeah. deck that's pretty innovative but that wasn't hard to spot Last week, literally, I was talking to Ferris about those yeah. cards, and I said, these cards are all... It's just incredibly obvious that you, you should pair these cards. And the mm. reason the deck's really good, by the way, is because it can just afford to not play an energy for a long time. Yeah. Like, attach a Dr. Hooper, attack for 90 on one of your bench Pokemon. Birdkeeper, attack with Rowlet for yeah. zero energy. And then later on in the game, all of the tempo that it's lost not attaching energies, mm -hmm. it gets to get that tempo back with the Galarian Moltres. Yeah. Where that just benches and puts two energies on it. How yep. many bosses order did you see in there? Did he use at least one or two? Or? I definitely was... There, there. I'll tell you what their I game plan is. one done boss. And killed it with a Hooper. I saw at least two. So there were two. Okay. Yeah, their so game plan Their game plan seems to be to lead with Hooper. To clear Sobbles and Drizzles. Or Starly, Starly. I mean, uh, Rowlet, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but... but with Rowlet, right. Yeah, ra ra yeah, sure. If you have Manaphy, they yeah. can't do that, obviously. But then the idea is that they just want to trade the Hooper for... They just want to go one prize, one prize, one prize, one prize. Yep. Eventually land a big KO when they've countered the stadium with the Zapdos on your Arceus, mm -hmm. if that's the matchup. And if you're just doing the one prize, one prize, one prize thing, they don't care because eventually the Moltres is going to just start. They've actually got no efficient way to deal with Meloetta, though. If Hooper, Hooper. Or a Corio, I'm saying. They've How much HP Meloetta got? 90. Hooper okay. doesn't hit for weakness. Yeah. And it minuses 20, so they'd have to two-shot your... Meloetta. That's what I was thinking. They but, they, but they don't care about Meloetta because they okay. just fucking crushed that deck. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, they should just fucking. I mean, they, they don't. I mean, they've got no efficient way of doing that. Of doing of killing Meloetta. Well, I mean, at some point they Did have you quick see shooting. An Avery? Pardon? Did you see an Avery? Did he play an Avery? Uh, they should play Avery, but they didn't. Okay. Well, well Avery nobody... would be good into that because then you'd be like, oh, I have to keep the Oracorio here. Yeah. I can't. They didn't play Avery. They played up, uh, but they have Choice Belt, right? They could Choice Belt. Right? It's uh, not a V in it. Oh, Choice Belt only does extra damage to Vs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Showed yeah, you, yeah, showed yeah, you how yeah, fucking yeah. rusty I am. I didn't even. Dude, I played against somebody round two, one of the Schultz brothers. Yeah. And he benched a Pokemon, and I asked him if it was Inteleon V Max, and the Pokemon was Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't. Yeah, that's how, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not. I was like, oh my. Because me and Ferris, <laughs> the one deck I was terrified <laughs> to play against mm -hmm. was um, Inteleon V Max, the water deck. Yeah. The one that can just continually heal. It and does what we're trying to do, but a bit better. Yeah, well, a lot better. Mm -hmm. And he he fucking searched it from the deck and like flashed it to me and added it to his hand. And I was like, oh, what? is that Intellion VMAX? Can I see? And he looked at me like I was crazy or like I was... Like you didn't know what it is, yeah. Yeah, and it was like some random lightning Pokemon. I can't remember what the fuck it was. He was he had a cool deck, the Shorts, the second Shorts Brother. Yeah, they, they seem to do. Like just guys, you, know, you don't know, like the Shorts Brothers, and like they seem to be like the most, like the best European players. Of the people I played that day, they were... The, the the one in the final round, Robin Schultz. Yeah. 
incredibly solid. And yeah. they weren't shady in which any way. Which is no, good. very fair. No, because that's a real thing. That's very sweet, very fair. No, 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 I wouldn't say that at all. Yeah. Very no, respectful, no, very no, kind. I said, yeah, I don't think they were. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just compounding. I played that. against um, Robin, round one of Liverpool. He told me, yeah, you were a buy. He said. <laughs> I've, no, I am. I am. Yeah. Him, a guy of his level playing against someone of me at my level at Pokemon. Think he's played that match a million times. So, so yeah. I saw the match. So I saw his name come up as round one. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I'm playing against a former world champion. But I'm, and, and I'm like, I'm trying to get points for world. So for me, I'm not trying to win. I'm just trying to grind those points. Whenever I see that shit, like whenever I see like a former world champion. Yeah. That fucking, I told you long ago. <laughs> that just comes <laughs> on in my fucking head, bro. And I just walk to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just ready. No, but, no, but, I, but I relish that shit. So I had the mindset like, you know, I'm going to go in and just learn. Mm. Okay. But the funny thing is I sat down and as soon as I got there, he said to me, Jake, I didn't know you played Pokemon. Like he knew me. And I, that, 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 I was like, okay, cool. And then he, I found out that he, well, he told me he watches my streams for Master Duel. And that's pretty cool. So we talk about quite a bit about Pokemon. He had a Pokemon VMAX. No, not Pokemon. He had a Yu-Gi-Oh! Starless Dragon VMAX um, counter as well. So he likes, he likes Yu-Gi-Oh! He used to play years ago. But when I played against him, yeah, he did. He is very fair. He is very nice. He's very calm. Good. And he's actually, you know, I nearly beat him, actually, with game one. That's not what he said, bro. Oh, man, I'm a He said, you thought you won. He, you know what he said? Yeah, what else, what did he, else did he, he said, say? He said, you didn't even have your car. That's what he said. You didn't say, I didn't have what? Your car. The... For any of the Fast and Furious fucking people out there. That yeah. Had me? <laughs> had me? You didn't even have your car, you know, when Vin Diesel looks yeah, like yeah, a walk yeah, yeah, the fucking... Yeah. yeah, bro. Anything else you say? <laughs> he said something about your hairline, but I'm not going to repeat yeah. it on fucking... Yeah, what did you say about that? I'm not repeating it on here, what bro. What did you say? Okay, right, yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, played the event, played this deck, wasn't a huge fan of the deck. Yeah. I mean, in theory, the deck's great, mm -hmm. um, but it just felt like everybody was over-prepared for it. Yeah. Um, a lot of my games just felt like non-games, including a lot of my wins. It's not like, oh, I only lost because I drew dead or whatever. Mm -hmm. When I lost, I drew dead. Yep. And when I won, they drew dead some of the... You know what I mean? Like, it yep. just it just felt pretty skillless, to be honest. Like, there wasn't much to it. Like, the, the deck was very linear. I always play pretty linear decks when I play Pokemon, to be honest. I'm always attacking the same fucking thing over and over again. Did you find you went to a lot of game threes? Um, well, I tied three times. Yeah. And two of them were just out of my control. The Robin Schultz one in the last round where he drink, binked a drizzle to... Yep. To, to steal a tie basically saw that, yeah. and then um, one in earlier in Swiss where my opponent just mismanaged his time really horribly where he won game one where I drew dead yep. I'm winning game two I just not draw him with like capture energy Arceus into Arceus attacking onto another Arceus yep. where he just sitting there Dirtling around basically. Any 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 player who's like quite high level would would know that line. Like they're never winning. What's game weird ever. though is he landed a, a big KO, which surprised him with um because he's playing Arceus with Grass Energy. So obviously I know he has the B draw. Yeah. And he landed a big KO on Arceus, mm -hmm. right? With the B draw mustard thing, which would appear to him, I guess, that it was opening up the door. But you but you were like. But I knew that, that it didn't matter. That. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't plan it. I just knew that it wasn't going to matter because. Yeah. You know, I just, I was already, I'd already taken three prizes. He gets to take two now. Yep. I'm going to kill the Beedrill. And at some point, I'm just going to kill one more fucking Pokemon, you know, one more V yep. or whatever, and the game's over. And I haven't used any boss's order. So I could still just go the route of like, kill Drizzle, kill Drizzle. Yeah. He has to know that he's not winning that, that game. Even if he has the big result. It, it doesn't sure. matter. He doesn't, he could resolve another Beedrill, but the next Beedrill doesn't do anything because the guy's got three waters. Do you know what I mean? I get you. He should just concede that game really early. Yeah. Like I was doing all day to try and not get to game threes. Yep. So we ended up tying because we I win that game and then game three, there's no time to play. And it probably ended up costing him because I think he was ahead in game three, to be honest. Yeah. So fuck, whatever. Um, and then Schultz was a tie. Who else did I tie? Oh, and then I tied with the other Schultz brother, both the Schultz brothers. Yep. In run. And he had the deck, which I think was just like an auto win mm -hmm. for him. 
what he brought to the tournament was just a nightmare matchup for my deck. Yeah. It was like a disconnect lightning deck with Inteleon. That mm -hmm. could also one-shot Arsis with Ludicolo. Yeah. Nightmare. Just a nightmare matchup. And I I got lucky, actually. I flipped a big... He plays um the Confusion Trainer. Yellhorn. Yeah. He Yellhorned, and I just quickly realized, like, I need to take a flip here to just one-shot this guy. And I flipped heads and got a KO, and it ended up being the, the difference in the game. Mm -hmm. And in game two, he won. He just did what his deck's supposed to do. And it felt unwinnable. Yeah. And we tied. So those were the three ties. A guy that didn't know, no, the two Shorts brothers. And my three losses were, I went 8 3 3. My three losses were pretty unpreventable. One of them's on stream. If you watch it back, you'll see that game one, I didn't play. Game two, he didn't play. And then game three, I basically didn't play. Yeah. And he has to just repeatedly boss his orders me every fucking turn. Yeah. And he's not an Intellion deck. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking Bibaro deck. Yeah. So some of the time, he should just miss. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you, uh, so you finished 19th overall. Yeah, yeah. So I finished 19th, sorry, for the yeah. purpose of the podcast. Um, biggest gripe of the whole day is around four, around five. I'd have oh to check my. back. Yeah. I was definitely cheated. <laughs> I was 100% cheated. And upon explaining it to the judges, I had a judge witness it, mm -hmm. literally see it happen. Yeah. Nothing was, nothing, they didn't resolve it in any way that was meaningful. It's... I'll they, they, yeah. they seem like they just do, the last thing they want to do is DQ anyone and well, they're well, not prepared to if if a, if if the head judges haven't got it in their range to DQ someone um, for cheating then why are they in that position anyway it means that they'll never want to DQ anyone ever or mm -hmm. never will which means then it just because then players integrity of an event being played fairly is never gonna it's not never gonna be played fairly to its full capacity two things happened to me that day one of which was not i don't, I don't consider this one cheating at all so i'll tell you the one that definitely isn't cheating but yeah. i'm just confused by how they ruled it okay um opponent day two uh ended up being just a really like bad attitude kid like just a younger kid or he i yeah. thought he was a kid he's like 27 28 okay. two of those dudes that just like really stinking horrible attitude mm -hmm. um uh round it was day two yeah uh still within a chance to make top eight okay and i lose a really close one but at the beginning of the start of the match he, he's shuffling my deck and he just accidentally drops a card, flicks okay. a card out and it's a Sobble. Yeah. So he's like, oh, sorry, my bad. And I'm like, yeah, no worries, bro. I could tell it was an accident. He wasn't shuffling any kind of weird way. He just flipped out as he was yep. shuffling. And I said, but we should ask a judge what to do. And he was like immediately offended because from my experience playing like Magic or whatever, that's really unfair that he gets to know that I have, I'm, I'm playing a Sobble deck. Yeah, hugely so, unfair. So in my opinion, when a card flipped over that, Sobble, level ball, um, water energy perhaps there are a few cards that I'd be really annoyed that he flipped out of my deck there yep. ordinary rod would imply like I'm playing one of these fucking like Inteleon decks or whatever mm -hmm. Path to the Peak Path to the Peak would be another one that would be irritate me all double, those, double turbo is pretty telling yeah yeah all of those cards would really irritate me had he flipped a quick ball out of my deck I wouldn't have given a fuck yeah <laughs> I would have been like yep yeah, no problem just shuffle it back in let's go yeah. so That's I was trying cool. to explain that to the judge like hey man like had he flipped over a if I was playing Mew and he flipped over a Mew or an Oracorio or a Fusion Energy. Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. Why am I not allowed to be annoyed by that? Because if he gets the option to, to he's like, oh, but I know I'm going first or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You get to just choose like a certain line a specific or starter up, or you, you know what I mean? Something different. You might have started a hand where you've got Arceus and Squabble, but you said, okay, I'm going to keep the water guy in my hand and play Arceus. And right. Like, and then they're going to do a si different line. Similarly, similarly, all of the Arceus decks are not Arceus Sobble decks, mm -hmm. right? But all of the Sobble decks are Inteleon decks. I know that sounds weird, but yep. the Inteleon Rowlet deck is an Inteleon deck. Mm -hmm. So he knows that, because he's playing the Rowlet deck. 
Yeah. He knows that he should prioritize Rowlett as his like strategy of how to go about what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. But if I was playing, if it, if it was an Arceus, it would be a slightly different because there are Arceus decks that are not Inteleon decks. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But all of the Inteleon decks, he's going to value Rowlett really highly against to try and to shoot them yeah. for 60 damage. So I was trying to explain to him, like, hey, it's not a big deal. And he started getting really defensive, like, oh, you're trying to rule shark, man. I said, bro, yeah. I said, bro, just chill, bro. What are you doing? Relax. Yeah. For fuck's sake. I'm going to try, Jorge something. I don't fucking know. Top, he made top, top eight in the end. Did he? Douchebag. Yeah. Utter prick, man, you to know, be honest. You know what's funny? On that, on that note, on that note. He was a prick. He was a prick. When? And I tried to explain to him, like, why are you getting so fucking emotional, bro? Just listen to me for a second yeah. and understand that you're getting unfair information that yeah. you shouldn't have. And like, when I asked, he said, what do you want them to do? The judge said, what do you want me to do? And I said, he should receive a caution. Yeah. Because if you don't caution him here, mm-hmm. he could technically play that same game of, imagine like now he accidentally realized there's no penalty. Yeah. And he's malicious with it because he wasn't malicious. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. And he like randomly flips my fucking top yeah. card over or yeah. every opponent's top card over forever. Yeah. He just gets to know what they're playing versus every me. single time. Dude, versus me who, if, did you see me during the event? Was that outside of you lot chilling that much? No. Mm-hmm. I was walking between the tables. Yeah. Non-stop. Mm-hmm. Who's playing what? Okay, in case I play this guy, let me get a glimpse of what people are playing, what they have in their decks. You know, like what? Yeah. So all of that te- time and effort I'm putting in to fucking watch these games in between rounds mm-hmm. is wasted. Yeah. If you can just flip over somebody's fucking card in the shuffling process. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Prick. In, it's crazy because something very similar happens in Yu-Gi-Oh. When, if someone does that consistently, like you touched on, they get free advantage permanently, and in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's it, it you know it's probably like more specific in certain ways. Way more important in Yu-Gi-Oh, I think. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's super annoying. So it's happened to me quite often where that's happened, and I've called a judge and be like, "Hey, they the judges need to know that this guy is doing this because if it's an accident, they'll get a warning. Nothing happens. Fine, the you, tournament resolves. No problem. You mean yeah. it should just be reported every time, every hundred percent time, even if it's an accident, yeah. and it's not because he is a cheater. Because I don't think he did. It was if he did that intentionally. Yeah. He's a magician, bro. Yeah, because it definitely like freakishly flicked out of the the, yeah. the deck. And it's just that there will be people that are doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you need a flat line. You just need a base standard. Like okay, cool. Revealing an extra card or whatever mm. results in a caution. Two cautions results in a warning. Yeah. And by the way, these cautions and warnings only ever end up impacting you if they're for the same things. The same thing multiple times. Yeah. And it builds up. Over this one tournament. Yeah. And yeah. in Pokemon, because the judges are so lenient, they're just, they, you can actually can do it in Pokemon every round. I said to the head judge, bro, so like technically I could just do this. And he goes, no, Sammy. Dude, there was multiple head judges of the event. One of them was a fucking G, bro. One of them was like a... a I don't, he said he used to play. I could tell that he was like a bit younger. Well, he's definitely younger, but his mentality was like that of yeah. a, a cooler, chiller dude, right? But with, with smart integrity. Like, yeah, but dude, but some of them were just on. so hard to like explain to them like, okay, so here's the cheat that actually happened to me. My opponent, really tight game, okay? Yeah. Uh, my own game three, I'm against Mew. I've dead drawn one of the games. Game three, we're, we're all in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm winning path to the peak. I stuck. Yeah. And he's just now counting down the turns while I'm like knocking out his Pokemon, yeah. basically. Um, he has a Meloetta with one fusion energy on the bench and he has a Genesect and another Meloetta. That's all he has. Mm-hmm. So there's two Meloetta and a Genesect. Yep. And oh, I take a KO, sorry, I take a KO on the Mew Max, and as I'm taking my prizes, he, as I'm in the process of taking my, he just snap draws a card during my turn. Without promoting. Without promoting. Okay. But he had been like, reason, like, clean like unfair until that point there'd been no it was like i take a knockout he promotes like you know it was like there was no nobody was rushing anybody in fact there was plenty of time on the clock okay this was an incredibly deep deviation from how he had drawn cards at every stage in the game 
In fact, when he draw cards, every he's like, peel the top card off, place it on the table, and then add it to his hand. That's how yeah. I draw cards, yeah. right? Cool. This time it was like a very much a lift it up. As yeah. I'm as I'm as I'm looking at my prizes because I'm looking at my prizes to pick up three. You know, like them, they're really predatory kind of like. Like he needs to draw nine. Yes. You know, well, think about it. The way he's got two Meloetto and a Genesect, that's hardly anything now. He's yeah. like literally lost. He's doomed. But here's the thing. He, according to the judge that witnessed it, he said that he did have an Elisa Sparkle in his deck. Sorry, in his hand. Which means that I do lose to him. Right. Um, top deck and top, Fusion Strike. No, no, no. I do lose to him. He had Fusion Strike and Elisa Sparkle in his hand. So what they ruled was that oh, he thought he was going to win. But what my argument is that if he doesn't think he's going. if he If his top card. Is fusion strike energy? He loses, and has to promote Genesect. Yeah. So he has to promote Genesect, attached to the second Meloetta, mm -hmm. and pass. Only if he has the fusion strike in hand. No, only if the fusion strike is his top no, card. Then, but only if he, you saying, he loses only if he has the fusion strike in already. Hand. So he draws. No, the no, no, one. no. Hold up. Yeah. So he had one in play. He has one in his hand already. Yeah. According to the judge. So only yeah. if he has it in hand. Does yeah. That drawing it lose him. Correct. Yeah. 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 Right. So what I'm saying is the way he, the speed with which he drew would impact his decision yeah. on what he would probably give me Genesect. And to be fair. And hope that I've used two bosses orders I have to hit the Genesect which gives him one more clean turn to attach and then play the Elisa Sparkle for the last fusion energy. And would you say there's 20 cards left in his deck? 12 or so left 12, cards left. And there's two, two Sparkles. Two yep, energies, yeah. Two energies left in the That's deck. That's massive. I know. That's and huge. And he, and he immediately took huge offence to it while I'm trying to explain to him that he's gained an, like, an irrevocable edge of knowing that he's not drawing a fusion energy which yeah. is totally unfair and the judges in initially yeah. ruled it a double price penalty yeah. and i said i understand under the normal circumstance in fact at this stage when i'm arguing i don't know what's in his hand i have no idea what's in his hand but, you, but th th this play even if a double prize penalty you could lose just based on that decision of what he, knowing he's what he draws right so what i'm trying to explain to them is is that i don't care about this game because in truth did i seem that serious about that event no Alright, I just didn't give a fuck. Like, I wanted to do well just because Ferris wanted me to do well. But And I wanted to do well because when I'm playing, of course I want to do well. But it wasn't that deep. Yeah, the only hunger I saw you when you was just enjoying to, like, to prove like, you you're st you still got it. And right. And to beat the players who... Sure, were, yeah. sure. Yeah, I guess. But in that instance, it was more about just... That guy is going to continue to, like, do that. Mm -hmm. That sharp draw in yeah. a key moment and not be punished for it. So what they did was they gave him a double price penalty. Yeah. Then I appealed and said, no, actually, guys... He should be DQ'd. What he did is not fair. And yep. he did... Why did he deviate in the way he's played there to gain that extra information in a pivotal turn? Is what you yeah. need to be, don't ask yourself, did he gain information that's additional? Ask, did he do it unfairly on a pivotal turn? Which yeah. is what he did. Yeah. And you know what they did? They rescinded the double price penalty and oh gave him God. a caution. So they went... They backtracked. Yep. Yep. Gave because him a caution for it was, too, too, it was unfair for him to get any sort of penalty because they didn't understand for a simple mistake because they didn't understand the value of him knowing that the top card is not a fusion energy. They couldn't understand it. And these are the head judging Pokemon of it. And what happened was respect. Uh, in in truth, they apologized to me after the after the game after the whole. I know, I know, I know, but it was a big deal. And then he he handled. What's worse is he handled it really badly, and that was the biggest, most telling. Thing that indicates his guilt. That, that his guilt. Yeah. yeah, you saw it. You both I witnessed it. it. I, 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 yeah, I, I was. Yeah, like, you could tell how like he um, wanted to talk to me about it, and yeah. I was like, "Bro, I'm not talking to you. You and your." He like slammed his cards on the table, like <laughs> shouting in my face, like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm not ignoring him. I'm talking to the judge. I'm like, hey, listen to me. You're making a huge error here because yeah. this guy will continue to do this. Yeah, the whole tournament." Bro, yeah, I, do you know I, what I mean? I was watching. I, I was calling him a cheater. I was like, "This guy is a cheater." This is hundred percent, yeah, dude. And and then he was coming to me like. 
I'm not a cheater. You didn't even know what happened. I was like, I was watching it and you're a cheater and I don't want to talk to you because you're a cheater. Yeah, anyway. I won't yeah. give his name because I don't want to fucking... Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Whatever. But, you know, just as long as... It, I know, I hope he listens to this podcast. <sighs> it was brutal, to be fair. So that, that really rubbed me the wrong way, that that that, that ruling, moment. That single ruling changed the outcome of the whole tournament. Yeah, well, of course. Uh, it's not fair. Mm. Not players going to Lille to try and qualify for Worlds in a, in a, in a time where there's no more cu- no more cups. It's harder to qualify for Worlds now doing points. It's just unfair on the other players that one ruling and if these because I saw it there was two head judges there um, and there was was a three head judges even I think there was two head judges and, and one supervisor yeah, assistant yeah, yeah. yeah all ruling it and the fact that they had to just they decided to rescind it or not even give any sort of penalty just shows that the game is a joke from a judging point of view can I ask you a question what yeah. happens if the judge doesn't see that because I don't even know what was in his hand but the judge claims that he saw him draw yeah that not Elisa Sparkle mm-hmm. but how do I know because I hear something even worse, right? Is that the How judge... He's not on your dude, side. The fu- no, they're all from the same locals, bro. They all play together. They're all from like the same... That's even worse. They're, they're all Dutch and they're all like... I mean, I don't want to say anything too bad, but they're all Dutch and they're all friends and they all seem incredibly friendly. So basically, he's funding the, the growth of their locals. But I, so not, in, <laughs> so it's, it, it's in her best interest or their best judges. I'm not giving... To, I'm not, I don't want to imply that. Old, but that. I'm just saying like it was like, how do I know that the card that he drew was not Elisa Sparkle? Because he should, surely he might not promote. He may, he may have done something different yeah. depending on what his top card was. And, and, he, and you had three prizes left. Yes. Yeah. So he could give me Genesec. Genesec. Take two and then he's got yeah. matter and what yeah. he kills. So, yeah. just, so it's actually in his best interest. Yeah. For, for yeah, of course he wants to know what the next card right. is. Of course That's he disgusting. does. And the judges and the fact that I know that. Yeah. Based on playing card games for ten years, these these people have been judging for ten years for sure. It just felt very inconsistent the whole day, like the judging. Like it just felt very like who you are, if they like you. It did, and that sounds horrible to say, but you would hope no. that, that it didn't I exist. Or but that did how that is how it felt. It, we're in a world now for card game players who do exceptionally well at events. To the only feel the way they're going to lose is to the judges because of how they rule things and it's a, a scary thing to have because I feel at times I, you know, I've played a Yu-Gi-Oh event at a regional where I was targeted and I got DQ'd because I caught, caught out the guy who was trying to help his friend at a previous regional by helping him win because he told me he was the head judge I was like you're not a head judge and then if he had his way the ruling would have gone his way I can actually vouch won. for that I can actually vouch for that that did happen he just get. He did I'm get. I'm not following. Sorry. The way he, he got did. absolutely scummed. He's a horrible storyteller, poor kid. He's so bad at telling stories. No, no. He was, I, I don't think I understand. He played a regional where he was targeted from before the event. When did this happen? Uh, about a year ago. Uh, okay. Pre-COVID. It was the last regional for Yu-Gi-Oh. And Yu-Gi-Oh during the world's race, are... and I've grinded the whole the whole year, every single event. And he calls me like the last fucking round. He goes, "I've just been DQ'd," and I was like, "Oh and my god!" I've never good. been DQ'd in my life before. Your record was. Po- good. Sorry, I've been DQ'd twice. One was really funny. And I I accepted it. I could have like gone against it, but I I accepted. What was the it. first DQ? You? you will laugh. The it was Nationals 2016, uh-huh. and they had table numbers on the tables, right? And we're playing. A, I arrived at the table late. Okay, um, I didn't even know the round was up. I rushed the table, and my opponent's making a play. He starts, and he's he's doing life point damage to me, doing life points damage to me. I'm like, shit, I can't find my piece of paper. And it's really important I get it out, and I'm late. I don't want to cause any issues. I want to play a fair long game. Uh-huh. So then I, t- I rip, I tear a small piece of the table number, the bottom of it. You can't even notice. So I rip, and I use that as life points. Oh my God. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And I left it on the table. Okay. And I got DQ'd for vandalism. Vandalism. And I said, you have millions of these. I would pay for them. I get it. I said to them, the only reason I accepted it is because I asked them a question. Have you DQ'd people before for the same thing? Yeah. 
And they said, yes. And I said, okay, I accept it because it's not fair that I get treated differently because you know me. That's ridiculous. And, I, and that's why I accepted mm. it. Okay, because I'm pretty sure I could have said something like, this is not, this is ridiculous. Mm. But I just accepted it because it's just the integrity of the game. It's fairness because sure. other people have. And then, the, yeah, the second DQ was ridiculous, targeted by a Newcastle player who I was going to a regional a few months ago. I found out he was head judging, spoke about my concerns. He got removed as head judge. Um, and the rent ran really smoothly. The TO just assured me. But it was just disgusting how so we're in a game now. So the second now. DQ, sorry? The second... It's the oh, it's, 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 it's a long story. It's not that... It's... It's it's really I think a lot of people don't know it and I think people really want to know about it. We'll talk about it another time. But it's it's a long one and yeah. it's um yeah. He I'll was he was it. warned before the event before to not the to event. not go. He was by, like don't by judging stuff. By a friend of his was like don't go. I've heard from the judges they're just going to try and DQ you today. And then and like lo and behold he gets by the way DQ'd. the last round I locked the win. I already had enough points to win the tournament. I've locked the win and then he get DQ'd last round. And my opponent should have got DQ'd for cheating by lying intentionally to gain advantage, which was proven by another judge who was spectating. And they did, he didn't get DQ'd. He just got a warning. Okay, it was Team Shift Team Shift player. Um, Their name's Team Shifty. No, <laughs> How are they? When, team when, Rocket. As people, as some team people, Rocket. Like, pe some people call them Team Shit. But after like... <laughs> but there was... Uh, there's a few people on there actually are, are decent people. I'm sure, yeah. There, there really are. And um, But this guy, it was crazy. And then when I got DQ'd, they were all allowed on the same table to talk about work on their story together. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. And they wouldn't let my they wouldn't let my friends write a DQ report. Sam, you should wear you should have worn a body cam. Yeah, no, yeah, I wish, I wish, yeah, but with the the, the, with the European law thing, and th when and the, in terms of getting warned again at this recent region, I, I told you, I, I, I got I got the the judge changed. He told my friend, Jake, is Jake coming to the regional? He says yes, he's going, and he said to him tell him not to come and my friend told me and i said you tell that judge if he wants me not to go i won't go if he tells me private if he tells me not to go i won't go and that's all i need and he wouldn't and, and then he told my friend he didn't want to leave a paper trail what do konami, and i trust my friend for sure 100 percent. what do konami think about things like that like them hindering i guess people would want to go to their tournaments based on like vendettas personally. i think judges in this game, they should always be cameras now. When judges do deck checks, mm -hmm. there should be there should be body cameras on on judges. Okay, the judges <laughs> have so much power that it's crazy. And we were joking. Someone said that yeah. same thing. I think I said that, or you said that. One of you said that, uh -huh. and then <laughs> Yasin Balela. Shout out to Yasin Balela. He was yeah, like, "Good guy, bro." The saying, "It's just Pokemon, fam." <laughs> yeah, it's like Pokemon. It's not that deep. But when people put a lot of time, money, and effort into a game, regardless of Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, whichever game it is, judges have a lot of power when it comes to these games. I think, and they don't. They would receive a lot more respect if things are value of of given with more, if ruled more fairly. I just think that ultimately, cams or body cams or whatever on 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 anybody, yeah, just increases not only the skill level, but just like the truth and everything but it definitely increases the skill level like think yeah. about being a judge where you know you'll be held accountable for, yeah for your actions yeah. now you're reading every you you're going to become a much better judge because you don't better. want to get in trouble for like making a huge error right yeah and you would just if you knew hey this is being recorded in some capacity dude your rulings are going to be perfect spot on how you talk to people how you treat people yeah, because some people judges, are just they act differently when they know anything you want some judges are really good and they don't get given like the light of day 
and they don't give him bigger opportunities. That kid, that kid judge that was with us, he, he was, was like, great. He was like, bro, to be fair, I would have DQ'd that kid. Yeah, mm. he was so real. He was so real. And yeah. I was like, what was his name, that guy? Chris? Or something? He, he was American. Good, right? Was he American? He was American, bro. Small, was he? Great That's guy. Good it kid. He was, was a nice guy. I hope he judges worlds. But the thing oh, is, going with those judges that were judging that rule in those three, because they're senior and superior and head judged mm. Lil, there's no way they are not being a senior position to judge worlds, which means if they're doing that, What's going to happen next? What's going to go next? Anyway, let's not cool. fucking yeah, talk too yeah, much man, on that. So, yeah. um, what do you think about the format moving forward, Pokemon-wise? Oh, man, because we... I don't know anything about the new set. No, regardless of the new set. There's regionals that are coming up without... The new set, right? Without the new set. Next so two like, events, yeah. Um, what I would try to do, if I could build any deck... Frankfurt and uh, Milan that don't have the new set. If I could build any deck, it would be um, some kind of Arceus deck that played four capture energy, four double turbo. Would, and and four and four basic energy of some kind. I wouldn't give a fuck about the With darks and no, no, nope. even water's fine. I would do four yeah. water, four capture, maybe three double turbo, yeah. or like four capture, three double turbo, five four five water. I don't know some number. Just the capture energy to me, yeah, just helped your nut draws. Yeah, it just makes no sense to me. I, I get it that you know, like it's not a right handable energy. Or it's not a um, an energy that can be melanie or whatever. I get all of that. Yeah, but those cards weren't that good for me that week this weekend anyway. Yeah, capture energy was great for me. I get the vulnerability against Beedrill. I get all of that. Yeah. I don't care. I try to attach to my fucking thing, bench a Sobble, and then have like every Drizzle top deck is live, every Evolution Sense top deck is live into yep. just winning the game on turn two. Because you do win the game mm -hmm. on turn two if you've led with Arceus energy, evolve, uh, level up Arceus or whatever, search for any two cards, yep. attack, mm -hmm. put energies on something, the game's over. Yeah. Nothing beats that. Path to the peak, you know, it's... it's do you know what I mean? Yeah. That that does win. So why would you not just try to maximize the chances of that happening all the time? I don't I, get it. I agree. And just just on that as well. So I would start with that. If any Pokemon players playing Milan, de for, for, this is crazy, but the deck list submissions is this Friday. Mm. So make sure you submit your deck list. Um, and but yeah, I'm from seeing. If I knew what I knew now about Pokemon after spending the whole weekend playing and, and around you guys and testing and what you guys play, I would never ever ever in a million years have regged Mew for the event <laughs> Mew was a joke me playing Mew for that event means that my my it's like Eurostar knew I shouldn't be at that event couple the of fact they cancelled my t train told me they should, they basically said Jay you're not good enough with me a couple of don't Mews go. made day two though a couple I don't think too many but a couple of them did so if you hit the right map drops you can still like Urshifu's and bro I was against Gengar, <laughs> yeah. I play against Gengar, yeah. I play against Crobat V, Max, V Max, Crobat V Max. All these dark Pokemon against Mew. I was F from the beginning. Yeah, and the was. fact that Eurostar knew that, I should have stayed in fucking London. Yeah, you should have, yeah. <laughs> I think that's good for Leo. What do you think? What do you, yeah. as a roundup, what do you think early registration for uh, Milan does to people's deck choice? I think they just run back the same deck they played this weekend. Yeah, if they were successful with it, they run it back. Work, they run it back. Or what they'll do is they'll reg the winning deck that won this event and then practice it for two weeks. The crazy thing is, if the Shulks brothers work on something crazy, yeah, for this weekend... To beat the topic. Yeah. No one can net deck it for the week after for the Milan event. Yeah. Which means they whoever innovates the best list, they know no one can net deck ready for next week. But if they pre-plan how they think this weekend's gonna go, they might want to change their deck slightly. I don't. I don't think that Snorlax deck is the truth. That Snorlax uh, Inteleon. I don't think that deck is the truth. I think it, to me, it's just kind of like too many one-offs, man. Like when I was looking through, when I was playing against these people and looking through like the graveyards and stuff, and I was like, yeah. dude, if any, if this Hooper's prized, if this Rowlet's prized, if the fucking Fighting Energy's prized, uh -huh. if the Cape of Toughness is prized, 
I think Gyarados won the whole event in the end, didn't it? What? Wasn't it Gyarados in the what? what? Wasn't it Gyarados? No, it was the same. I think it was the dark single prize. Yeah. With that Stefan. Yeah, yeah, the French guy. You I think. sure? Is he French? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I thought it was the memory capsule Jolteon type thing that won it all. Really? Yeah. The one that Mies were playing, the same deck. That would be interesting no, if that won. I thought, I thought it, it did, was a Mies's deck, the same deck. This. Yeah, that, that was the list that a lot of them read. But if that know, fucking Gyarados deck won, that is very fucking interesting. That would yeah. be cool. Because you were saying about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah was. He was saying about that deck. Did. Now you're making me think. But Let's check. Um, funniest moment of the trip was I guess hanging out with the Belaylas that was cool man just you know they're like the yeah. Belaylas are like the Sukums in a way they're just cool it's people that now that yeah they grew up and just you know they're fun to be around just yeah that was cool um, the Uber when, when we got into Uber <laughs> <laughs> when me and Ferris oh, and Tam got into Uber um, and, I was and, like, and yeah. you were like oh there's not there's not enough space I'll walk don't worry and you started walking and I remember the Uber driver looking over at you and going um, he's a victim eh? a victim and I said, what? Stop it. And he goes, yes, victim. He did not say that. And then he's like, come on, bro, just jump in the past. That guy like, no, spoke no English. <laughs> he knew what victim meant. He said victim, at least, for sure. He looked at you with your little backpack, just walking like you. Like my hunchback. He, he, like knew, he, you, he knew you were not making it to the event alive, bro. It was up the fucking road. Yeah. He, it was It was two minutes. <laughs> he looked at you like a victim. <laughs> bro, we literally, I li he said he stopped, like he was doing this huge, like, hero thing. I, yeah, get, in, yeah. I get in the Uber in the front. It's three minute drive, like, yeah. What a prick. And I, and I, just, I closed my eyes. And then we're there. And I'm like, we we didn't move. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got another podcast to do. Let's do it. All right, cool. Yu-Gi-Oh. In a bit, guys. Peace.